Atlanta's number one radio stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. You know that big bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thing. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. Pass it on. Here's a short quiz. Who won Best Actress last year? Who won the World Series two years ago? And finally, name your favorite teacher. Pass it on. Now I'm guessing that the last question was the easiest. Why is that? Because that person made a difference in your life. So go ahead and make a difference. Because making a difference is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski. The dingaroner. The ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger. Offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo, 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 you know what time it is. It's time to set this place on fire. Welcome to Atlanta's hottest hip-hop radio show, where we keep it real, keep it raw, and keep those beats banging all morning long. Here at KLP Entertainment. Live from our radio stations of Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio station. ATL's very own KLP, Kennedy Lucas. And this is KLP in the morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP in the morning. It is Friday, T. Hopefully you guys are ready for another exciting podcast here today. I am ready as I'm toying around with the with the uh, microphone here. There we go. Now we cooking with grits. Uh, I'm ready. I'm very, very excited. Welcome, guys, to another exciting podcast here today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is KLP in the morning. Hopefully you guys are ready for another exciting podcast. Uh, yes. If you're watching the video version of this podcast, I forgot the podcast arm again. I'm sorry. When we come back next week, I promise you guys, 
we're gonna have the the podcast microphone arm here on the table here in the studio so that way i can uh not hold this and i can really podcast for y'all so i apologize for that uh this past couple weeks i had to take some equipment because we're filming a lot of a lot of stuff this week uh well the past week by the time you're hearing the podcast it was today this morning is friday it's early morning too i got my coffee here in the studio we're ready for another exciting podcast so uh welcome welcome back to the podcast klp in the morning i'm your host by the way klp kennedy lucas welcome back to the podcast episode um friday guys be patient with me i know a lot of normally we would do an upload of podcasting monday and thursday or monday and wednesday but we did our podcast tuesday and nope wednesday and today friday so the schedule's all over the place i'm sorry i apologize um we had a lot of great things going on guys you know uh, just to give you overview about the week uh the whole week you know we've had snn news we've had our our other show our podcast uh episode okay in the morning for for wednesday this past wednesday and if you guys don't know you should know by now i am a director at georgia state so it's a lot of a lot of great work a lot of meetings a lot of things to be participated in so that's why my schedule and then i have espn as well so that my my crazy 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 schedule it is here um not going nowhere um but just stay tuned with it you know i'm working on the schedule for klp entertainment it's just we're changing up a lot of things with our business model and we're dabbling into more stuff so uh, i apologize if if our scheduling with our episodes and our videos and our podcasts and our content has been kind of sporadic this week we're just trying to get adjusted to a lot of things here in atlanta and of course we had to get some new light kits and some light stuff in the studio for the podcast so that's been a thing and of course we're back trying to do the podcast and filming so it's it's exciting my voice is getting better by the way i know a lot of people commented on our forum and a lot of people did wish me well wishes and and making sure that i uh, feel better Uh, i'm getting there uh you know it's 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 winter right i stepped out the house this morning drove all the way up here to the studio and i met with t and the crew member and you know i told him hey just kind of i mean i don't have COVID, right thank god but you know just don't be so close to me because i am coming down with a little throat pain you know a little soreness because of the weather it is changing weather's changing y'all it was like this past so i want to say monday monday was our hottest day it was 80 degrees on monday and as we reached into wednesday thursday and now today friday we are seeing more of our cooler cooler temperatures i'm talking in the 40s so i say to all of my people here in atlanta make sure you get ready to hit your heater on keep your heater on i want to say keep it on heat for 70 72 uh you don't want it too hot because you don't want to be sweating in your own house but you know you want to make sure that you are having some heat in your house because it is getting warm 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 it's getting very very warm temperatures uh well warm to you want to keep your house warm temperatures but it's getting cold 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 outside uh we had a freeze warning coming up so yes stay hydrated drink fluids stay out of the cold if you can if you can help it it's hard for us because our studio is located in down we're downtown atlanta so it's a little hard because you know the studio's in atlanta 
and you know parking is, is kind of hectic sometimes for us and our crew member and sometimes we've got to go walk across the street to go get some coffee so it's hard for us to stay away from the um, from the coldness so very very excited for that <coughs> as i take my cough you know not, not, not even gonna edit this one t we got t in the studio by the way he's here to give us more of his sports news you guys have been loving the segment so far uh with t and simone so thank you guys for that as well now let's get to the podcasting you guys came on to the show to hear us talk about the podcasting viable things now of course i do have the monitor here but i, I like to use my phone for references as well because um this is a topic of conversation that i want to talk about if you guys know about our show if you don't know about a show already we are a hip-hop radio show so this this let me tell you this young artist right here make me sweat make me hotter let me move my breast make me water tyler if i pronounce that name right give me a thumbs up here on the podcast guys tyler's water rushes into the top 10 hot r&b and hip-hop songs chart let me tell y'all this young lady this amazing young artist excuse me i ain't even gonna say young lady she's look she fine all right t i'm looking she fine now tyler's rapid rise hits the new levels this week water rushes to the top 10 on billboards hot r&b and hip-hop songs now if you guys don't know this about me you should but if you don't know about this about me i'm big into my hip-hop i'm big into my hip-hop i am more big into my r&b right i i podcasted about last episode tgt's coming back with a new album now this artist i discovered on tiktok right i didn't discover her on just any major platform as of yet right when this song first came out it was one night i was in bed i was scrolling through and i'm scrolling through and somebody's doing the water dance it was and it was this young artist it was tyler and Monica looks over to me and says, Kenny, I know who that is. That's that's Tyler. And I said, I don't know who this is, but I like this song. So, of course, I immediately on Spotify, shout out to Spotify, our partners, by the way, for our, our video um, on Spotify. I looked it up. I searched it up. I have it locked and liked in my playlist. Every time I go to the gym. I am listening to that song in the gym because it's fast paced. I could easily run and box to this music. I am dabbling into this song. Make me sweat. Make me hotter. Make me lose control. Make me water. So look, Miss Tyler knows what she's doing with this this song. Now I'm scrolling through her TikTok T, right? And I'm scrolling through, and, and at that time it was like midnight. I'm still watching her content. Monica's looking over, like Kennedy, turn that off and go to bed. I'm like, what are you doing? And I said, sorry, honey, I need to look more into this artist because I love her voice. Number one, I love the song. I like everything that she stands for. Right. So I ended up, uh, you know, going through her page and you know seeing her dance and it's slick how she had the bottle of water and then she, when she shakes, she throw the water on her back and that's sexy right that is sexy to me that is what's gonna get the people going right that's gonna set it off so 
uh, of course i listen to the song and i i enjoy the song it's amazing so to see this news feed come up on my news feed today this morning um and to see that she has hit the top 10 hot spots for that as well it's exciting now the push uh, on the latest, uh, latest date november 4th the south african singers uh single continues to build in three contributing metrics streaming radio airplay and sales and races to into the top 40 on the billboard hot 100 when you're number 40 on the top 100 billboard you've made something you made gold when you've got miss sierra you know sierra that's married to uh russell uh, wilson you know yes you got sierra dancing to this song and sierra embodies the the dance moves and the shakety shakes right so miss tyler you're doing something i'm i'm stoked of course it registered uh she has a cumulative 11.4 million official u.s streams according to eliminate and an 18 percent jump prior um prior this week thanks to that figure the track lifts 14 through 10 on r&b hip-hop streaming songs and takes the charts greatest great gainer honor in its sales market water also sold 2,000 downloads in the tracking week an 11 percent improvement on the prior week uh and enough to keep the track at number three on the r&b hip-hop digital song sales she has something i i i and here's the thing and this is just me speculating guys i mean you know obviously I've, I've made music you can listen to my own music also on spotify i prefer people to watch my movies more um <clears throat> as we got a, a signing announcement about movies that's coming up later um but it, it's what i'm about to make and it's not a downer on miss tyler I, I really hope they i really hope she makes more incredible songs that go viral i do hope that she I hope she embodies more of it. I, I want to see more more content. I want to see uh, more music made from her. But what I'm about to say is, it's hard to follow up on a one-hit wonder, right? Is to me, it's the same thing, and I can't really compare so much in, when it turns to music. But I can only can compare this when it comes to, to uh, making movies, right? It's hard when you made something that is gold and it's your number one seller. And you have to follow up on it, right? Sometimes, yes, I've had that feeling where if I, let's say, um, and I don't want to say this too badly because I know Street Style Homecoming for me, that's my documentary of mine, was was my number one seller, right? Saw the charts, saw my financials, Street Style was number one seller. Fast forward later, you know, Faster comes out, right? And that's a Kennedy Lucas Apollo film uh, of mine that we did with, with, with Grant. Shout out to Grant Apollo, by the way. You know, great movie, great sales, but that wasn't my number one hitter, at least not yet, right? So it's hard to follow up with your number one bestseller. It is so hard. It's difficult. So I do want Miss Tyla to, you know, and I keep saying Miss Tyla, but Tyla, I do want her music to go along with now water's gonna be played at every club right they played it on campus obviously I'm a director so I'm kind of in higher education so yes they played it in on campus today I heard it right you can hear it all over TikTok Instagram you got celebrities dancing to it everybody's playing paying that tribute to her that's amazing 
But will she follow up with a banger? Right? That's the thing that's scary. That's the thing where it kind of got gets me a little nervous because I don't want her next single to, to flop. Right? A lot of people, surprisingly, some artists have flopped in their projects, right? Um, heated debate. I know a lot of people would say disagree with me on this one, but to in comparison to flop, in my opinion, I'll say that, reiterate that. See, flop, in my opinion, where I was anticipating, let's say, for an example, Drake's latest album, I was anticipating that to be a, a banger for me. It was not. Not to say it was a trash album, it wasn't bad, but it just wasn't for me. Right? So I don't want this to happen to Tyler where Water is a banger. I love Water. I love singing it. It's an amazing song. But what what will her next project be? Will, will her next single be the same hit as Water did? Number three, top four uh, R&B hip-hop charts. Number 40 on billboards. Will it be up to that comparison with her next project? Or to take it a step further, T... How would it be when she has her album? Obviously, she's going to make an album eventually. Will that album be up to standard? Right? There's a lot of things that we've got to consider with Tyla when it comes to her music career. I think she's going to do amazing. Honestly, I think all everybody's going to do quite, quite amazing. But it's hard. But on the flip side of that, T... Uh, a lot of artists are coming back and they're making albums this fourth quarter of 2023, right? Very exciting. It's very exciting. I'm, I'm stoked for, for Tyla. I'm happy for her. Obviously, if Tyla is listening or watching our podcast, perhaps congratulations to you. You're amazing. I think you're fine. I say that not in a, a selective, um, subjective way, but I think Tyler, you're very pretty, by the way. Um, but I love your content. Your music is amazing. Keep it up with water. Uh, she's going to play that out, though. Right? She's going to play that out. She's going to, I don't want to say milk it, but she's going to keep playing it out because it's selling right now. Don't downplay what's selling. Play what's selling first. And then when you're done getting that, that financials out of there, when you're done hemorrhaging that stuff out, then you go for your next project. Right? A lot of people are dabbling in some new projects too, T. Did you hear? <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Did you hear Buster Rhymes? Buster Rhymes got a new album called Blockbuster. Super stoked about that. November is going to be a great, well, this month actually, because it's the start of November. This month is going to be exciting for, for me perspectively because you got Chris Brown coming out next week, right? November 11th really really stoked about that but then you got bluster rhymes i think he announced his new album the 22nd of november if i'm not mistaken i believe it's november 22nd when blockbuster come out comment below i might be wrong on that i don't have the stats right in front of me for the show here this morning but yes buster rhymes is coming and i'm stoked about buster rhymes because i'm always going to be a buster rhymes fan I, I hope that he really, and I'm sure he will because he got all, he got Swiss Beats, he got Timberland, he got Pharrell, three producers' titles in this album. So they've been cooking. They've been cooking. So I'm, I'm stoked about that as well. I'm very, very stoked about that. But, you know, there's music all around. 
and I'm, I'm stoked. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for the news that, that comes out. Now, I got to shift gears here because, you know, I like to talk about this. This is an ongoing investigation, by the way, um, for a, a lot of people who don't know about Cesar Pena, Pena's situation with real estate. And, you know, I look and I might have said this before T on previous podcast, but gosh, I hope that because I, I, I met DJ Envy in New York. I hope he doesn't get convicted of anything. I really don't. I really don't. I really do hope that he doesn't get convicted. But, you know, the situation is not looking good. But he's still doing the Breakfast Club, by the way. I saw their latest episode. So they're still doing it. They're still kicking it. Um, but Joe Button, right? I got to talk about Joe Button. Uh, he's confronted by Cesar Pena's brother following real estate scam comments. Um, this news is coming from Hip Hop DX. I always like to talk about Joe Button when he's in the story because, you know, um, I listen to him almost religiously. I like the Joe. I love the Joe Bud podcast. I like I, any type of podcast I love, but the Joe Bud podcast, which is we're learning from them, right? When it comes down to podcasting, <coughs> I got to get over this cough, guys. I do. It's the weather. We're here in Atlanta. The weather is, is out there, T. Now, Joe Button had has had a face had to face many people over the years who might who he might made comments about. Uh, but what surprised Caesar Pena's brother pulled up on him following his recent real estate comments, the rapper turned podcast host previously alleged that DJ MV and Pena engaged in a real estate Ponzi scheme and wanted no part of it when Envy tried to bring him in on it. Of course, now Pena's brother Lucci Rentals. Um, posted a video confronting Button and a female friend outside of a restaurant in New Jersey earlier this this current week. Now, um, this is what he asked. Uh, Lucci asked, "That's Joe Button." To which Button responded, "Get your phone, get your phone out my face." Piece of piece of what's up? That's what Lucci went on to mock uh, Button's little Caesar comment from last month, but also. Queens Flip made that same joke too. So, all right. So this is what Joe Button said. I, right, you're gonna make me do something. Button said before avoiding situation and heading inside. Lucci continued waiting outside for Joe Button before watching him head out in a black SUV. You see, Mr. Buttons, <coughs> I'm getting over the cough, guys. I'm, I'm, I promise you, I will. You see, Mr. Buttons, he said, "What's up, Joe? Joey Buttons, tough guy, pizza, pizza. You corny ass inward. I'm not gonna say that here on the podcast." Um, this is harassment. This is harassment. Let's see if we can pull the video up here. Uh oh. Uh oh. That must. That's his. Uh, that's that's Joe Button's lady. Whoa. I don't know if y'all can hear this, but. Whoa. Oh. So let's watch that again, because that's kind of, I don't, I don't know. Let's see if we can pull it up. You see the word? What up, man? Pizza, pizza, what's up? Joe Budden. What's up? Joe Buttons? What's up, Buttons? What's up, Pizza, pizza? You see Mr. Buttons? What's up, Joey Buttons? Tough guy? 
Tough guy. Letting buttons. Hey, buttons, buttons. What's up, pizza, pizza? You corny ass nigga. Yeah, that's a very nice SUV, by the way. But hey, look, I, I don't know. That's I can see Joe Button's frustration. I, I hey, hey, get your phone out my face, right? Who who is this guy? You know, uh, they said, hey, let me get the let's get the car, let's go on in there. I can see Joe Button's frustration. T, I really can because you know, allegations are out there. Joe Button is just doing what he does, podcasting, right? I think a lot of people are getting a bit too sensitive when it comes, because I know a lot of people, hey, look, and I can't compare myself to Joe Button. Obviously, he's 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 him, and I'm me. Uh, he's him. I can't compare. But as us podcasters, we're, we're journalists, right? We're going to comment of what we see. <coughs> we are. We're going to comment on that stuff. So I, I don't, I I see, and when I say I see Joe Button's point, guys, simply because him being a podcaster, seeing the allegations, and everybody's talking about it. Maybe not the Breakfast Club, per se, right? Because DJ Envy's involved, DJ Envy's on the, on the Breakfast Club and whatnot. So yeah, they're not going to comment on that, per se. But everybody else, every other podcaster, even us, we talked about it. We, we, we reported it, we reported on it. We talked about it. We know what's going on. So yes, podcasters are going to make jokes. Yes. People are going to clown people who are involved. Right. But it's not like Joe button threatened him or harassed him verbally and physically. Right. But he's calling the spade a spade on his own platform. That's what us podcasters, we do. We have our platform. This is our platform to discuss and to talk about things that we feel that we want to talk about. But then I can see Lucci Reynolds getting a bit upset because now, you know, you're he's coming after your brother and you want to stick up for your brother. I get it. But I'm surprised Joe Button and snatched that phone, threw it in the ground and punched him in the face. Joe Button's smart for that, though. He is because he's like, I've got so much to lose. I'm not about to sit here and navigate this fight. Baby, let's go get the keys. Let's get in the SUV. Let's leave. And then they took off. Comment below what y'all think of that. Uh, like I say, if it is a scandal and a scam, yes, somebody's going down, right? Honestly, Perfectly, I don't want DJ Envy to go down, honestly, because I can't say he's my man's because I don't know him like that. But I remember meeting him. He's a good DJ, good person for based off what I've met him from, right? But I don't want to. I don't want to see him go down. I don't. I, I really don't. So we got T up in the studio to give us our latest in sports news. You guys can check him out on the hit show Sports Talk. I know we haven't been doing Sports Talk in a second because we've been doing a lot of great stuff. But T has been really good on our Sports Talk here. KLP in the morning. Take it away, T. May I have your attention, please? It's time! LeBron was remarkable last night. He filled up the box score 35, 12, 7 assists in 42 minutes. 42 minutes. That's not ideal. Listen, LeBron is better than any basketball player in the history of the world in year 21, but it's Remarkable how much better he is. At the end of the game, he had the most energy. 
He was the best player. He was the most efficient. If the NBA was March Madness and the playoffs were just one game at a time, everybody equally rested one game, couple nights off, three nights off, another game. I think LeBron could peel off an NBA championship. I'm thinking right now, though, the NBA's long, the playoffs are longer, seven games against the best teams, the best defenses, the same players in a series. They know all your tricks. They're long, hard minutes. He'll wear down. He'll get banged up. He won't be as effective, and that's why they're not going to win a championship. But it's year 21. Gear 21. He's not supposed to be in these win sprints in November. It's supposed to be a marathon, and the Lakers are trying to scale back his minutes. And then it gets to the fourth quarter, and it's the Clippers, and you're at Staples, and you can't beat them, and it is a rivalry, and it feels like a playoff game, and it really did last night. Think about this. LeBron's played the second most minutes in the entire NBA. And if you count overtime, it's first. Even year 21, it's not supposed to be this. And I would take a well-rested LeBron over 99.9% .9 of the league in a big spot. Still, that's how much better he is than the league. So you say to yourself, well, the Lakers have failed him, right? Because they gave him AD as a co-star. Brittle, doesn't give you 70 games, hot and cold on the offensive end. The last guy you want to give him. But it's not like the Lakers failed him when you really think about it. The sport did. LeBron entered the NBA and it was old school. Guys fighting to get on the floor. Now they're fighting for load management. LeBron came into the league. It was old school. Not everybody was rich. It didn't work that way. You were fighting. Leaders didn't have to be great players. There were leaders in every locker room. Now, guys are just talented. The NBA has done a remarkable job to find global talent. It has not done a great job to cultivate leadership. Too much coddling, too much load management. AAU basketball does not help the sport. So LeBron, it's very lonely at the top. LeBron's perfect teammate, and AD will do because he is an elite defender, having a healthy, productive year. He's a good guy. LeBron likes him. It's not like he's the worst guy he could be with, right? But ideally, you would give LeBron a young player in his prime that could play 44 minutes a night, play 70 games a year, and gives you 26 points a game. And says, LeBron, two out of three fourth quarters, you won't need to shift it into jet fuel. I'll take care of it. But that's not AD, and that's not the NBA. There's only a handful of players, and it's a handful, about 10, that give you 65 games of 82 and 25 a game. Giannis plays less than he used to, but Jason Tatum's there, Luka, Giannis, Jokic, there's just not many, Devin Booker. The league doesn't have that anymore. Trying to get stars to play 66 games, and I love the sport, and the league has done a remarkable job to cultivate global talent. That's why I'm watching last night. The quality's insane. But LeBron, all these years in, entered old school, it's new school. And AD's personality, he doesn't always want to lead. Jason Tatum's great. He's not really a leader. Luca's temperamental. Does he play well with others? There are very few guys. The sport has not created great leaders. It's created and discovered and cultivated great talent. So this is LeBron's reality. Fourth quarter and overtime, November regular season games, A.D. Reeves, get on my back. It's the world he lives in. 
Right now, LeBron, fourth quarter and overtime, leads the NBA in minutes, points, second in rebounds, assists third, plus minus second. That's his reality. The Lakers didn't fail him. AD's about as good as you're gonna get. But when you enter a business and it's old school, and over 21 years it becomes new school, it's your reality. This is LeBron's and he delivered last night. So here we go. This is getting very interesting in the Big Ten. It's get, <laughs> getting very interesting. Big Ten coaches got on a Zoom call with the Big Ten president. According to five sources familiar with the call, let me guess, coaches. Collectively, they want the Big Ten to act right now punitively against Jim Harbaugh. What are we waiting for? We all know what happened. Coaches use the words tainted, fraudulent, unprecedented. Every game they play is tainted, said the coaches. <clears throat> the sources? The coaches acknowledged on the call, according to sources, NCAA enforcement timeline's not going to change this season. But the Big Ten technically has the authority, under its sportsmanship policy, to punish Michigan right now, right now. So what should the Big Ten do? Hmm. Now let's remember, I've never denied there's wrongdoing. I've simply tried to contextualize how wrong and how criminal is this. Everybody steals signs in college football, but it's sort of like everybody's speeding on the freeway. You know, 65 miles an hour is the limit. Everybody's doing 73. Harbaugh's doing 94 in his Maserati. It's making people uncomfortable. It's a little dangerous. I'm not denying it, but it does feel like it's more fudging on taxes than drug trafficking or embezzlement or robbing a bank. I mean, right, we've all stolen a pen from work, put it in our pocket. Harbaugh stealing the printer. It doesn't quite feel right. And see, you know, everyone wants this to, to come to fruition this year. And, and I don't think that there's any chance that anything comes to fruition this year. Let's just say for sake of argument that the NCAA gave a notice of allegations to Michigan tomorrow. Bylaws say that they've got 90 days to respond. Season's over, and nothing's going to happen by the end of this season. And, and we'll see. And by the way, I have heard that the extension is back on the table. I, would, I wouldn't be shocked if, if he signs an extension at Michigan soon. Now, there is a precedent for that. Harbaugh's a top-five college coach. Bill Self is certainly a top-five college basketball coach. Remember a few years ago, Kansas got in trouble? Five level one violations. Uh oh, the most severe breaches of NCAA bylaws, including a lack of institutional control. That brought down Tark. Woo, Bill Self's in trouble. And Kansas said, Yeah, we support him. We don't care. Sign him to a fully guaranteed lifetime contract. And a year later, they won a natty. And Bill Self today is doing just fine. Harbaugh and Self, in my opinion, were involved in things, maybe at a little more uncomfortable level, of antiquated laws and rules. I mean, let's be honest now, a lot of the violations in college football and basketball now are business. Self, Harbaugh, get involved in stuff that everybody's sort of doing, winning a lot, 
Strong opinion people, winning big games a lot, dominating a conference a lot, everybody a bit uncomfortable. And Kansas said, yeah, we trust our guy, we like our guy. And my guess is, Michigan's doing the same. There is a precedent for this. From the very beginning, I've said, you can't go from, yeah, we're kind of doing it too, to sudden outrage. He won 10 games his first year in Michigan, right? 10 games. They were a mess, 10 games. Did that in the NFL. It's a really good coach. You may be uncomfortable with it. Those were uncomfortable with Bill Self. But Kansas backed him. It went away. Never missed the tournament. That's my guess on what Whip Michigan will do. Again, I'm not denying wrongdoing. Video here, allegations there, some truth here. But it doesn't feel like robbing a banker embezzlement. On a freeway where everybody's speeding, he's just going a little more dangerously fast. We'll wait and see. At least that's the side I'm on. Thanks, T, for that game, uh, for that sports news. I, I jumped ahead because I, I actually just said gaming news. I do have a little bit of gaming news, but very, very quickly for our fan base here. Uh, Mario, Super Mario RPG Remake is coming out. Uh, I think I am going to make that purchase as well. And as soon as I do, uh, I will do a review. Um, I haven't played, I played a Mario uh, in, uh, RPG game a long time ago, very, very long time ago. But I think I'm going to grab this one because I don't, I haven't played the Super Mario RPG for 64 back in the day. I haven't. I played the Mario and Luigi's RPG <coughs> for GameCube and not GameCube, not Game, no, not GameCube, but like Game Boy and Super uh, Game Boy. Um, so I played the Mario and Luigi RPGs before long time ago but the super mario rpg for 64 of course remaking it's coming out in the next couple days haven't played something like that before so yes i probably will pick it up play it and review it for you guys because i'm just in a gaming mood this this time around so yes uh come uh wait for that review to come out later on um we still got our spider-man uh article to, to come out we're still writing bits and pieces for that so stay tuned for that as well um before we pass it to simone for our business tip of this morning a uh, bit of announcements, guys. Um, look forward to it. KLP Entertainment and Kennedy Lucas Films and Tubi. Shout out to Tubi. Uh, we're going to be seeing Faster and 1943. Now, those are the two films that came out this year. Great films of mine. That's getting ready to hit Tubi soon. So stay tuned as uh, stay tuned on Tubi TV as well to see those if you haven't seen it. If you can't wait and you need to see them now, you can see it right now on Prime video so shout out to them so simone business tips of the of the morning it's all yours some of y'all might know this and some of y'all don't let's do it i'll be reading an article i wrote with my colleagues about all the warning signs displayed by the shooter in lewiston maine in advance and how despite that all the systems we have in place to stop mass violence failed in this case. So I've covered a lot of mass shootings, like all of us on the national desk. And a lot of times we have a perpetrator that nobody knows about. It's shocking. It's unexpected. They are not on the radar of the authorities. Their family members didn't realize how bad it was. In this case, none of that is true. Everybody knew 
His family was very concerned. Everybody knew that he had access to firearms. His military command was really concerned. And I was looking at this saying, this may be one of the most preventable mass shootings I have ever covered. To report a story like this, we rely on people on the ground in Maine and reporters all across the newsroom who have expertise in, for example, how the military works, how the mental health system works, expertise on guns, expertise on mass shootings, and I'm interviewing my sources who have a long history of studying these things. And then we took everything we knew, mostly from documents, and I built a timeline that allowed us to see things like, oh, it was only days after he got out of the hospital that he goes to try to buy a gun sound suppressor. So once we pieced it all together like a puzzle, the timeline allowed us to see how many warning signs there had been and for how long. I think what was really surprising for me was how many people knew and tried to do something and maybe they weren't trying to stop a mass shooting, but they were trying to get this guy help and to essentially save him from himself. And they knew that something bad might happen. So here's the result of all of that reporting. Robert Carr displayed a textbook set of warning signs. He was hearing voices. He told people that he was planning violence and his behavior had markedly changed in the months leading up to the mass shooting he carried out last week. His family, his superiors in the military, and the local police knew all of this, yet no one stopped him. His killing of 18 people with an assault-style rifle in Lewiston, Maine, points to how shortcomings in the mental health system, weak laws, and a reluctance to threaten personal liberties can derail even concerted attempts to thwart violence in a country awash in guns. So often, I think, we're talking about how to get people on the radar, said Jillian Peterson, the executive director of the Violence Project, which studies mass shooting perpetrators. And in this case, he was on the radar of a lot of different systems, and they still couldn't get him intervention. Police records, including the accounts of family members and colleagues in his Army Reserve unit, one of whom sent an anguished late-night text message to his supervisor six weeks before the shooting, show that Mr. Carr's friends and relatives had grown increasingly alarmed about his mental condition. But even as they communicated with each other and law enforcement, even as he was confronted and hospitalized and had a sheriff's deputy come knocking, nothing went far enough. J. Reed Malloy, a forensic psychologist and FBI consultant on mass shooting prevention, said that Mr. Card received a Band-Aid treatment for a gravely serious condition. When you have multiple jurisdictions, when there's a siloing effect, you increase risk of failure, he said. After the shooting, Mr. Card's siblings told the police that their brother had been in a relationship with a woman he met at a cornhole competition at Shemengi's Bar and Grill, the bar that he later attacked, and became delusional in February after they had a bad breakup, according to affidavits released by the Maine State Police. Mr. Card's sister, Nicole Hurling, said that he had been prescribed medication but stopped taking it, according to the police affidavit. 
He wrongly believed that several businesses in the area, including the two that he attacked, were broadcasting online that he was a pedophile, she said. Ryan Card told a police officer that he had tried to help his brother, but that he could not be reasoned with, according to the affidavit. The first public record of family members notifying law enforcement of their concerns came in May, when Mr. Card's teenage son and ex-wife reported that he had become paranoid and angry and had picked up 10 to 15 guns from his brother's house. A Sagahawk County Sheriff's deputy, Chad Carlton, began an ad hoc intervention process, trading information with both Mr. Card's Army Reserve Command, which said it knew about his problems, but not their severity, and his brother, who had witnessed Robert drinking heavily and making angry rants about having to shoot someone. Despite those threats, Deputy Carlton told Ryan Card to reach out in the future if he thought his brother was a danger to himself or others, implying that the department would then take action. Dr. Peterson and other experts on mass shootings say this is a common misstep. Somewhere from 60 to 90% of perpetrators leak their plans to other people in advance. But people either do not take them seriously enough or allow people who made the threat to convince them that it was not genuine. He literally said, I am a danger to others. I want to go shoot this place. So that should be enough to escalate it, Dr. Peterson said. Instead, Mr. Card's siblings visited him. He entered the door with a gun in hand, but agreed to see a doctor about the paranoia and voices, according to Deputy Carlton's report. Neither Mr. Card's relatives nor Deputy Carlton have responded to requests for interviews. Sheriff Joel Mary of Sagahawk County said in a statement that he believed his agency had, quote, acted appropriately and followed procedures, but would evaluate its policies to look for improvements. The Army Reserve's plan at the time was to sit down with Robert in the near future and see if they could get him to open up about what has been going on. As for comment, a spokesman said the Army was continuing to investigate Mr. Card's service record. It is not clear how either plan played out, but it is clear that Mr. Card's son and ex-wife had grown afraid of him. They did not want him to know that they had gone to the authorities and sought to keep their involvement confidential. Experts said that a stigma against snitching, or fear of retribution, could make people hesitant to inform the authorities, or to go back to them a second or third time when someone needed help. Dr. Malloy said that family members had legitimate fears. They need to alert the police, on the other hand, alerting the police, and then a paranoid individual finding out about that, can bring a blowback, he said. In July, Mr. Card came to the attention of the authorities again when he attended annual training at Camp Smith in New York with his Army Reserve Unit. There, according to police records, Mr. Card accused three soldiers of calling him a pedophile, shoved one of them, and locked himself in his room. Mr. Card was taken to a medical treatment facility at the U.S. Military Academy in West Point, and from there to a civilian psychiatric hospital in New York called Four Winds, where he stayed for 14 days. But the system to treat people who resist getting help on their own is geared towards acute, not long-term problems. Involuntary stays require an imminent threat of harm and generally last from 72 hours to two weeks. After Mr. Card's discharge from the hospital, the Army directed that he not have access to military weapons or participate in live fire activities, 
and declared him to be non-deployable. Reserve medical personnel made multiple attempts to contact Mr. Card over the next few months, according to a statement from the Army. The Reserve's decisions affected only what happened when Mr. Card was on duty. But reservists like him are rarely on duty, so commanders are limited to alerting civilian authorities with whom they may be unfamiliar, said Michael Assinger, a retired Army Reserve Sergeant Major. That left the local police with two legal options. They used neither. First, an involuntary psychiatric commitment should have made it illegal under federal law for Mr. Card to possess guns. Neither the Army nor the hospital would say whether his stay at Four Winds was forced. But there are several indications that it was, including the fact that just two days after he returned home, he wrote on a gun purchase form that he had been committed. The form does not specify, but the federal law that question is based on does not apply to voluntary commitment. Any involuntary commitment should have been reported to a national database that would have prevented Mr. Card from passing the background check required to buy guns from a licensed dealer. We love to do it. We love to hear it. Thank you, Simone and, and, and Tyrus, for sure, as well. Uh, guys, Tea with Simone Teagues is a uh, newest show that we've got on our platform, so don't miss out on it. Uh, it's a great show, by the way, because we have amazing people to help produce it as well. So it's also a great show. Uh, that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast radio show this morning, KLP in the morning. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this one as much as I did. And always, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube if you're watching the YouTube version right now on YouTube at KLP Entertainment. Hit that bell notification so that way you don't miss the latest content from us at KLP Entertainment. And if you're listening to the audio platform, of this podcast thank you so very much we greatly appreciate it uh we're going strong with it and you guys love it so i love it thank you so much next podcast i promise you guys i'm gonna have my mic arm standing here so i don't have to hold it um but it's coming back i promise as well so that's going to wrap it up here in our podcast klp in the morning i say good morning atlanta stay safe stay swanky peace (laughs) 